Special thanks to our promotional partners at the American Philatelic Society. The APS is the largest stamp collecting organization in the world, supporting collectors of any level worldwide. For more information about membership and APS services, visit stamps.org. I'm Charles Epting from H.R. Harmer in New York City. And I'm Michael Cortese of Noble Spirit in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And this is Conversations with Philatelists. Michael, we did a live stream the other day. I feel yep. like we're finally getting back on track. We are we are back with new episodes weekly of Conversations with Philatelists. Yes. But for this episode, you and I wanted to discuss something that we have spoken about privately mm-hmm. for weeks, months, basically years now. This is a, a conversation... <laughs> That, that comes up uh, between us quite often and I think needs to be a major conversation in the hobby. Right. Um, but, but certain developments have made it seem a bit more um, immediate, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so word I definitely I, use. Exactly. I, I, I kind of feel like um, there's a ticking clock now because of an, an announcement that was made earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Why don't you explain what it is that eBay announced first, and then we can sort of use that as a springboard for our conversation. Yeah, so I believe they started it off about a year ago with watches. They announced that um, every single watch sold on the eBay platform, I believe over $750, would be sent to a third-party authentication service to ensure that the item is in genuine condition, not only genuine condition, but as described on the listing, and then it would be sent to the person who bought the item. Now, if the person who bought the item decides to return it, it's sent back to the authentication service who had taken scans of the item to ensure that it was sent back in the condition that it was sent out, and then they would send it back to um, the seller. So they've been doing this for watches for quite some time, I believe, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I've heard of other websites um, doing this with sneakers as well. If yes. you buy or yeah, sell yeah. a pair of rare sneakers, you send – so so I, I sell a pair of sneakers to you for $1,000, mm-hmm. but I don't ship them to you. I send them to this third party who mm-hmm. makes sure that this transaction is as described. So yeah. watches and sneakers, I think, are sort of the two test balloons that we've seen with this mm-hmm. philosophy of a, of a middleman. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and – I don't think we talked about it before, but I'm going to go ahead and screen share the Ooh, excellent. link. Okay. Um, Nothing says a good podcast like screen sharing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is the announcement sent out by eBay um, at the beginning January 25th. So just three days ago as we record this. So mm-hmm. they're doing now the same thing that they did for watches. They're doing it with trading cards. So they're launching an an authentication service for trading cards where any, currently available for sneakers, watches, and handbags, um, any items sold over $750 that isn't already graded or certified or anything like that needs to go to a third-party authentication service before it can move on to the purchaser of the actual material. So... People have been grading trading cards for year. I mean, decades, um, providing them with certificates, and then more recently, of course, grading them on a numerical scale from one to ten, uh, with with different um, letter 
abbreviations, near mint, mint, um, gem, things like that. <clears throat> so the company this is all going through is, um, is CCG, Certified Collectibles Group. Now, some of you guys might recognize this if you're also numis uh, numismatists, because Certified Collectibles Group also owns NGC and PMG. Um, so some of you guys have probably already sent your coins or paper money to this company. So this company also has CGC trading cards and certified sports guarantee CSG. So now anything on eBay selling for over $750 that is not certified needs to go to one of these two companies and only these two companies. So the thing that caught our eye, I'll digress for half a second because here it says, as the surface expands to include trading cards alongside handbags sold for over 500, sneakers for over 100, and watches over 2,000. So any sneaker sold as a collectible item for over $100 on eBay needs to go. Which to is just like a it normal sounds, pair of sneakers. That's yeah, not a ridiculous sounds, threshold. Yeah, um, my, yeah that's, that's not a ridiculous threshold at all. That's pretty low. Um, but I think it's as a collectible, not as like a right. shoe you're going to wear. Um, I'll stop the screen sharing there, but that company is what kind of, th this sparked a conversation between the two of us because it's something that we've, conversations we've had in the past about stamps specifically, whether they do need certificates or whether they, go, yeah, so go ahead. I was just going to say, this, this is a conversation that's that's difficult to have, and, and we're going to be a bit um, guarded in, in what we say, I think, because um, there's a lot to it. It's very complex, and I don't want to just mm -hmm. come out and uh, you know be, be boisterous or anything about mm -hmm. – because it is a very delicate, complex issue. Obviously, fraud and deception are rampant in mm – -hmm. The stamp world. Can I grab a, a prop really quick that I would like Go to for hold it. up? From I, deception I just, uh, are rampant, whether it be intentional or unintentional. I think is is a is a fantastic point. Also, like either it's people selling items it, they know are fake, or people selling items that they're, right. there's um, there, they don't there's know. deception and there's ignorance that both exactly. lead to the same the same thing. So yeah. this book is one of my favorites, and I keep this sitting around my office. Um, it is called What Price Philately? Okay. And it was published in 1947. Can I read you the three blurbs on the front? Please. Is stamp collecting rapidly disintegrating into the widest and wildest of rackets? Why must stamp collectors pay so dearly to learn of the trickery that lies in wait for them? Why has the United States been singled out as the world's greatest hunting ground for philatelic suckers? Hmm. This book <laughs> is a uh, basically puts the fear of God into you about the right. state of the stamp market. <laughs> And you read it and you're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that so many people are trying to trying to trick me. But, mm -hmm. And then you realize it was written over half a century ago, yeah. uh, 70, 75 years ago, mm -hmm. if my math is correct. A little under half a um, century. 75 years? 75 years. I thought you said I thought you meant 1975. Sorry. No worries. Um, <laughs> so so this is something that has been prevalent in our hobby since the earliest days of the hobby. I mean, the, mm -hmm. some of the greatest forgers and, uh, you know, manipulators of the market go back to the 1860s and 70s. I get that stamp collecting is 
uh, a minefield. It can be mm-hmm. dangerous. Mm-hmm. Things need to be uh, properly certified and, and um, authenticated. Mm-hmm. This, I, I think what my, my biggest apprehension and biggest fear is, though, is this one-size-fits-all solution. Maybe it works with baseball cards. Maybe there mm-hmm. is someone who can grade and authenticate any baseball card, whether it's a, a T206 Honus Wagner or a Mike Trout rookie card from, from mm-hmm. not too long ago. With stamps, though, there is so much nuance and so many variables mm-hmm. that I think this idea of having one place where everything gets shipped to is providing, if it were applied to stamps, and again, we have to be very careful because eBay has not announced that this is going to happen with stamps yet. Right. But if it were to happen, I would worry that it provides a false illusion of security. So the reason that we're talking about this is because... Yeah, so there, there, there is a huge another piece of the puzzle that you're going to show. Right, we're not just here to talk about trading cards. We talked about them last week. We're not, we're not changing into a trading card podcast. The reason that we're talking about this is nearly at the same time. Um, within less than a week. Yes, within less than a week, five days prior to this announcement, um, I'm going to a screen share again. Um, the same exact company put out a press release saying that they're looking to hire world-class stamp experts. So the same company that eBay filters all of their trading cards through uh, as required when you sell an item over X number of dollars, you have to send it to this company, is looking for world-class stamp experts to grade stamps. And just to be very clear again, CCG, Certified Collectibles Group, Mm -hmm. is the parent umbrella company that owns the baseball card grading company and owns the coin grading company and owns the paper money grading company. They do have a pre-existing stamp arm. This is... ASG, ASG uh, yes, authenticated, authenticated stamp, stamp guarantee. guarantee. So this company has been around for about five years now. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I've never encountered one of their certificates in the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it looks, looks like they're mostly slabs. It looks like they're mostly slabs. and It looks like mostly modern material as well. Even mm-hmm. the examples they show, it's the breast cancer semi-postal, a lot of the monkey stamps showing up. It's not the sort of material you're used to seeing with mm-hmm. philatelic foundation or um, PSE certificates. Yeah. So it looks like they're looking for someone with a comprehensive knowledge of both vintage and modern stamps from around the world, expansive knowledge as it relates to stamp printing, including printing process, variants, and errors, outstanding abilities to detect counterfeits and altered stamps, as well as an accuracy and consist, uh, as well as to accurately and consistently grade stamps, the highest level of integrity and a strong desire to grow as grow as well as train and lead team members. Those are the bullet points there for the people listening, not watching. Um, That's what they're looking for. So a a lot of the emphasis, (coughs) please pardon this cough. I'm going to let you talk for a second. I can't do this. Okay. Yeah. So this, this is what first caught our attention. Um, This article here, because I'm going to be honest, at the time, neither of us knew ASG, or it was ASG, right? Or AGS. ASG, correct. ASG. Neither of us knew it existed. 
Um, neither right. of us they, had they seen... They don't have a huge share of the philatelic expertising market right now. Mm-hmm. The market is dominated by PSE and the PF, followed by the American Philatelic Society mm-hmm. and uh, PSAG, mm-hmm. and then uh, individual, more specific stamp authentication services like right. the Civil War Stamp Society and William Crow, who does his own certificates. So mm-hmm. that that's sort of the market as I knew it. And I, I was, like you said, unaware that ASG existed right. until they put out this call to increase their philatelic uh muscle it seems right five days before ebay announced that they will be using the same company to authenticate all uncertified items over the price of 750 dollars on ebay so we're we're not speculating here but we but are if, connecting the dots with right. where there's smoke there's fire i would say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so the, it opened a discussion between us. It's something that we wanted to talk to you guys about in the comments. I know I'm absolutely terrible with replying to comments. Um, but we read them. But we read them. <laughs> we absolutely read them and we discuss yeah. them amongst ourselves. And we're like, hey, we should respond to that. Yeah. And then we don't always. But Just like my but, emails. Michael, something that I have been thinking about, mm-hmm. and I'll try not to ramble as much as I did to you um, on the telephone the other day, but... I think that these authentication services are incredibly important, obviously, and we yeah. use these authentication services heavily. This is not any uh, slight against them, mm-hmm. but it, it's a two-way street. There is a mm-hmm. responsibility, in my opinion, by the buyer mm-hmm. to know what they are getting into. Mm-hmm. And for so much of this hobby's history, yes, a, a Royal Philatelic Society certificate or a PF certificate is great, 100%. Full stop. Mm -hmm. But as a buyer, one should take it upon themselves, I feel, Mm -hmm. to educate themselves about the material. Mm -hmm. And when I look back at at things I've sold recently, there are certain provenances and certain hand stamps and certain, uh, you know, auction catalog records that to me mean very nearly as much as a, a modern certificate. So I know that if if it's got a, a Colson hand stamp or if it was owned by, if it's got Ashbrook's writing on the back of it. Mm-hmm. These are things that say to me, somebody who knew what they were doing handled this cover and liked what they saw. And I think that it really does need to be a little bit of, of both. You, yes, you need <clears throat> the independent third-party authentication services, but you also need to be an informed buyer and you need yeah. to educate yourself and and maybe not rely solely on a a third party and i'm i'm gonna i brought it up the other day and i hate bringing it up again do you mind if i bring it up but please i don't know what you're about to bring up but do logan paul a a, an internet celebrity i think he was on disney channel i am i am no fan of logan paul myself No, he got famous on youtube didn't i thought he was on a disney channel show as well this shows you how little we know about logan paul yeah logan paul is just a youtube guy has more money than he knows what to do with. And mm. he recently purchased an unopened case of original Pokemon cards, first issue, first release, first printing, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he bought this sealed case of six boxes for somewhere in the neighborhood of $3.2 million, mm. which maybe if it was the real deal is what they're worth. But as soon as he announced this transaction, which granted was, was in large part clickbait, this was in large part to increase his personal brand, Pokemon experts went online <coughs> and said, 
this barcode doesn't match the known examples that are out there. Mm-hmm. This barcode is missing the letter A, which means it's not a bubble. And they debunked the sale within minutes mm-hmm. of its announcement. But a baseball card company had certified the case as genuine. Oh, I didn't know so that you, part. Yes. So it was a baseball card company that authenticated it before the sale. So this thing had a clean certificate. Interesting. I which know is that. in large part why he bought it. Uh, it was not It was not part of the CCG group. I want to be no, very no, clear. It was okay, not yeah. one of the companies we've been talking about. But they certified it. The expert said, no, no chance it's good. Logan Paul opens it on camera. It turns out it was a, a – the, the boxes were real, mm-hmm. but they'd been stuffed with G.I. Joe cards, and the packs yeah. had been resealed. Yeah. And the whole thing was a fake. The whole thing was a scam, even though it had been certified. Mm-hmm. So I think that my biggest fear is that people with – the money to purchase these things yeah. might be lulled into a false sense of security by certification that mm-hmm. they think is infallible, that they think is the end all be all. Yeah. And it might ultimately prove a bit detrimental to the hobby. Right. That no longer are we looking at the item we are buying. No longer are we evaluating the item we're buying on its own merits. We're instead buying a piece of paper that accompanies the item. Mm-hmm. And again, I want to be make very clear. I am all for certificates. Mm-hmm. I'm going down to the Philatelic Foundation next week to drop off 150 items for certification. I am mm-hmm. pro certificate. Yeah, but I'm also concerned that people will rely too heavily on the certificate rather than judging the item with mm-hmm. their own knowledge and experience yeah it, it's it's not i know we we are trying to to be quite um we're not accusing anyone of absolutely anything but it's well no, it's a well-known fact in the hobby <clears throat> that there have been issues in the past with grading companies or individuals in the past that are no longer with us for selling certificates or there's certain people that we're not gonna of course no but it's not it's not an an infallible process i think the vast majority of people who do it their heart is in the right place but Mm -hmm. but even then even if we're not talking about nefarious anything technologies evolve that's why the philatelic foundation doesn't provide a guarantee it's an opinion Mm -hmm. and every you know certification service operates differently but at the end of the day it's always an opinion and technology Mm -hmm. can change we can find out that there was a forger who did. So I, I, I agree with you that, that this has not always been a perfect science. There's mm-hmm. always been ups and downs to the certification process. And there are companies out there that do give guarantees, like Stanley Gibbons gives a guarantee on anything they sell. Yes. If it comes back not genuine, you get your money back, what you paid for it. So right. there are companies out there that are trying to do their best for but see, Stan, St- Stanley Gibbons is an interesting case because they're a, a dealer, not an yeah, expertization exactly. service. And I think it shows that a lot of the policing needs to be done by the market itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think, you know, uh, it's why dealers have historically made such great experts on stamps. Yeah. Is because they're the ones whose livelihood is on the line. They're the ones staking yeah. their reputation and staking their money and staking their, their well-being on the authenticity yeah. of the items they sell. So I, I, I just, again, you're right. We're not accusing anyone of anything. This is all hypothetical and very premature. Mm-hmm. But the the um, conflagration of the recent eBay and CCG announcements raises 
the necessity for the conversation we're having. It had us thinking because we didn't, we speculated that something like this might happen in the future for eBay where a certain amount of, certain dollar amount over, you got to send your stamps to ASG or AGS. Um, I forget what ASG. ASG. You got to send your stamps to ASG. And it looks like they, for the most part from the photos I've seen, it looks like they're mostly doing US and China. So I, it, it raised the question because there are items where people like multiple certificates. We, we get items where we, we have an item and we have someone say, can you send it to PF and then send it to PSE? And I want clean certs from both and then I'll buy the item. Yes. And that's perfectly and, and reasonable. And another question that has to be asked is, can the same company provide an equally valid and respected opinion on a, a French first issue and perforate mm -hmm. and a PRC stamp issued in 2018? Can mm -hmm. one service authenticate every stamp or are there things that will naturally be outside of the comfort zone? If that... I have classic US, it's going to the PF. Mm -hmm. If I have classic Britain, it's going to the BPA or the RPSL. If I have Germany, it's going to the respective BPP expert. Can one company authenticate every $750 stamp on eBay? That and um, uh, how many items do you think the PF takes in a day? How many stamps? I do not know. Okay. Um, as it, I can't disclose the information, but I, we, well, in Stamp Market Index, I can see how many items on eBay individual stamps sell I was going to ask you that how many day. 750 $750 individual stamps every day what would you guess It's it's a lot I I'm contractually not allowed to even give you a ballpark but um it's a lot of items that individual stamps within the US alone sell for over $750 on eBay it's a lot each day and to send all of these items to one company is can, can, seem I, can overwhelming. I write one other issue I want to raise, especially with the more modern material, because this is something I worry about a lot. Luckily, PSE is fantastic with their population report. Mm -hmm. You can see exactly how many stamps graded 85, 90, 95, 98 there are for each issue. Mm -hmm. This population report, though, was not something that was standard in the video game grading industry. Mm -hmm. So the, I've become very interested in the video game grading industry. There's been a series of YouTube videos I've watched that have shed light on some of the practices uh, that have taken place in the booming video game market. But mm -hmm. one thing that I thought was interesting was the lack of a population report. Mm. So there was a game, I don't remember if it was the first Sonic game that came out in 91, I want to say Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And there was a beautiful graded 10, perfectly sealed, looked like Sega had just run it off yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. And this thing sold for big, big money. I think it was mm -hmm. in the six figures mm -hmm. for this perfect Sonic. Nobody knew if there was one other or if it was the only one or if there were a hundred others at this grade. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as this one sold for six figures, all of a sudden the next auction, another one turned up. Hmm. And it turned out that someone was sitting on a horde of graded 10 Sonic the Hedgehogs. Interesting. And, then and there just was like no way to trickle them out. There was exactly. Whereas if PSE were to grade... 10 five dollar colombians at 100 mm -hmm. that would be added to their population report and people yeah. would say oh it just increased so the, you really need and and 
I'm not saying that uh, no service can be this transparent and can be this open, mm -hmm. but with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And with policing every expensive eBay stamp sale, the threshold of responsibility would be unprecedented, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, NGC um, you know, does a terrific job of um, their price report. We use it every single day to price out graded coins. So they see where the market is for silver, for gold, and then how many more are coming on the market. And they do a fluctuating price report of graded coins daily so you can see where the price is of your material. So it's not a population report, but it's a similar kind of right. thing where it will tell you this is what the price is for these, the market price for these specific items, which is so much harder to do with stamps. But it absolutely is. And, and then there's also this issue of if somebody submits something to the Philatelic Foundation, it is voluntary. Mm -hmm. I have something I want a certificate for, I submit it to the PF. Mm -hmm. It's this idea of making it compulsory that mm -hmm. leaves a somewhat funny mm -hmm. taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That no longer do you even get to judge for yourself. Not, not, no longer do you get to look at it and say, I think this is a thousand dollar stamp. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's this, it's this um, the, again, the compulsory aspect of it that I think is, is radically different than any point in the hobby's mm -hmm. past. And the intentions behind it are are good. It's to yes. it's it's to keep people honest. It's to keep the market safe, and at the I'm not gonna say that. It's to keep the people. It's to keep people sellers and and buyers honest, um, both equally because there's been issues with sellers in the past. There's been issues with buyers returning stamps that aren't what was sent to them. So something like this, a third party getting involved in making sure that the marketplace is a safe one to buy and sell on is something that, that we all strive for. Um, yeah. Can I say one last thing on the subject that I, I don't want to be controversial, but I feel like may be controversial. Please. eBay, eBay's in a tough position. eBay mm -hmm. is dealing with millions of listings a day, I would guess, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. active at any given time, ranging from automobiles and homes to you know, uh, socks, Furbies and socks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Pogs. Yeah. So there's this huge spectrum of stuff. They, they have an impossible task ahead of them. Mm -hmm. That being said, and, and I, I respect their efforts to clean up the marketplace and to ensure, uh, that, that both buyer and seller are happy. Mm -hmm. That being said, I don't think that pawning it off on a third party grading authentication service is the only solution. I think there are other things eBay, should and could be doing to help make the stamp market a better place. First and foremost, if I have a one cent green Franklin that has the corner torn off and a wavy line cancel, I shouldn't be able to list it for $250,000 mm -hmm. because I think maybe it's a compound <laughs> perf or something. I think that, you know, it, it, the, the, some, some of the obviously fraudulent or uninformed listings need to be policed better. Mm -hmm in order for people to take eBay more seriously as a stamp marketplace. And mm -hmm. I, I, I think you would agree that I've got, I've got, Oh, here it's a, it's a, a two cent small bank note. I'm going to list it at a million dollars. We see this all the time. And, and what does this do for us, Michael? Yeah. We get people who inherit their grandfather's stamp collection 
and think that they can, you know, go out and buy a, a new Bentley with the proceeds mm-hmm. because somebody on eBay has a stamp listed at fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that again, maybe this is uh, a step that eBay will take. We don't know. We don't have any information that uh, everyday people don't have. But if this were to be something eBay does, I would hope that it is just one part of a larger plan to make their marketplace yeah. safer and more legitimate. So there used to be a um, a group of people who would give their opinions on things, and that eBay could trust and say, "This is this. You should take this listing down. You should keep this one up. You should take this one down. You should keep it up." Um, eBay at one point, for reasons I either forget or cannot say. Um, disbanded the group um so there was a group of people that kept the marketplace safe safer but they're they were disbanded for one reason or another um so i mean people have always wanted (coughs) it back it's tough to run something like that flawlessly without the opinions of of people getting in the way and it's it's tough when that is a volunteer job. Um, right. When you have it's an impossible task as a volunteer expert um, to to police the entirety of eBay. And and we again we, we've said this a lot. This is by no means an attack on eBay. I of buy course. on eBay. You sell on eBay. I sell on eBay. But there there there, are, I think that my concluding thought. And I think I've said that four times in this conversation. <laughs> solutions that can be applied to coins or comic books or baseball cards Mm -hmm. cannot be applied one-to-one to to stamps. Mm -hmm. And this is for a multitude of reasons. Um, A comic book cannot be postally used on cover to India. Mm. A comic book is a comic book. It Mm. was either read or it wasn't read. It's in some grade. Mint stamps might be analogous to comic books, but then imagine taking comic books, coins, any collectible, and adding this whole other postal history component to them. Yeah, yeah. That's somewhere where it differs greatly. Um, you know, stamps also do not have the inherent precious metal value of gold, uh, of coins. They, the stamps are their own unique animal. They're different. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a much older, and I would argue a much more complex and nuanced hobby. Mm-hmm. than sneakers or handbags mm-hmm. sneakers and handbags are faked all the time you walk down the street in new york you buy the louis vuitton bag on the street corner they're faked we get it stamps are so much more complex in my opinion mm-hmm. and i i worry that trying to apply a one-size-fits-all solution onto policing the stamp market could backfire and ultimately not provide what anybody wants it to provide Mm-hmm. It it would also be interesting because we get a lot of requests where we'll sell an item for fifteen hundred dollars, and someone says, um, "Oh shoot, I'm forgetting the word. Uh, what's the word? Um, subject Certified. to a Sub- clean PF cert, and they want us to send it to the Philatelic Foundation, and we send yes. it out to the Philatelic Foundation. Now, what are we supposed to do? Again, this isn't right. happening right now. This is speculation. No, this is but what, the, the, what are we supposed to do? The potential for a monopoly is, is frightening. We allow our customers to decide where they want to not mm-hmm. send because ultimately yeah. they're the ones paying the bill for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's um, a lot of unanswered questions, Michael. So we, this, of course, to coins, to, to trading cards, to all that stuff, it's items that have sold without certificates. So what that would mean is 
thinking hypothetically what I'd have to do is I'd have to sell a stamp for $1,500. They'd say subject to a clean PF cert. I'd have to cancel the transaction, send it to the PF, get it back from the PF, then relist the stamp at the same price, and then they could buy it. That's that's, that's complex. That's the hoop I'd have to jump through. Um, but anything to make sure that the buyer gets what they want um, is what we got to do. But that's... If, if a coin is already in a PCGS or an NGC holder and it sells for over $2,000, it doesn't have to be sent back to NGC. Right. You know, it, same with these trading cards. If they're already graded, they don't have by an eBay authorized grading company. They don't have to be sent to this company. It's only for ungraded, unslabbed, uncertified material, raw material. I'm really... I'm really glad that we're having this conversation before there's been any sort of uh, earth-shattering announcement. I, mm-hmm. I think it's good for us to put this out there. I, I would love to hear people's thoughts. Please do yeah. email us at flatterlypodcast@gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at us. You can yeah. find our personal emails all over the internet. I'm sure if you True. want to write to us directly, yeah. Um, uh, you know, just, just find us on social media because this is a conversation that mm-hmm. needs to be had. This is a big conversation that will only grow in importance and significance as the hobby moves forward. So I hope that this conversation acts as sort of a entry level discussion, and that mm-hmm. we can only build on it from here. And I do want to close with we both completely acknowledge that CCG is an insanely reputable company. NGC Absolutely. and uh, you know and PMG are used heavily by us. We were one of the first NGC authorized dealers. Um, it, they're insanely reputable. This yes. hasn't been announced for stamps yet, but I'm sure eventually, if it is, they will try their absolute best to do everything above board and, and make sure it's done correctly we're just saying sometimes that can be perceived right. and, as very difficult and 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 another thing as they look for stamp experts i wish them all the best because yeah. i think that more you know in europe the expertizing market is very mm-hmm. uh, uh intense and very yeah. um, competitive well sometimes it, well just competitive that you can yeah. send a British stamp to the Royal or the BPA. Here you've mm. got PSE and PF and PSAG, but I always think that more companies doing these things is mm-hmm. better for the hobby. The more expertization services there are, that doesn't hurt anyone. That's, the that's more... that can only like any like any business yeah. with competition that can only help us. So th- again, this is this is by by no means um, a, a criticism of anyone. It is mm-hmm. merely Michael and I expressing our thoughts about uh, the the one possible path our hobby could be heading down right right and letting people know ahead of time we're connecting dots this hasn't been announced but we're just connecting right. dots these two announcements happened almost simultaneously um it seems almost too coincidental it does it does but no uh ccg insanely reputable company yes it's interesting to see what will happen that you just wanted to rec- we've had these conversations many times we just wanted to record one Absolutely. We, we wanted to get it out there on the record more than anything. We want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So write to us at flatterlypodcast at gmail.com. Visit us at flatterlypodcast.com. You can listen to us starting again. We took our little winter break, our holiday <laughs> break. You can listen to us uh, weekly Monday mornings on Spotify, Apple, um, uh, Google, Google Podcasts, podcasts yeah. all the podcast services. Yeah. Um, or you can watch us on YouTube when Michael screen shares. I think that's much more impressive on YouTube than it is. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, 
but 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 more than anything let's just um put this out there and and, and see what comes of it and um i'm just glad to be back in the swing of things and back yeah. to uh doing cwp on a regular basis absolutely well thank you so much for this charles thank you for everybody listening this was and, a lot of fun michael let's um we'll talk real soon and, and yeah. yeah thank you to everyone who um uh, shares your thoughts on the future of expertization in our hobby all right see you next time sounds good talk to you soon